You're listening to the Man Project Podcast with your host, Ted Rice. Would you like to be bigger, leaner, and stronger? Do you want to develop the confidence to go after what you want in life? Or how about becoming the man that women want to be with? We're here twice a week to empower you to reach your full potential so you can live life on your own terms. Subscribe to our podcast or download our free app in the iTunes Store or Google Play. Find it all at manprojectpodcast.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Ted on the Legendary Life Podcast. Yes, we've almost fully transitioned over. You'll see the finishing touches at manprojectpodcast.com. The the website will be changing. The website name will be changing. I'll let you know when that happens. And I won't bore you with technical details as to why it's not changed over yet and why it's taking some time. You can still find us at manprojectpodcast.com. And in other news, I got to see Mad Max Fury Road. Wow, what a spectacular movie. If you're into movies, you got to see this movie. It is just crazy watching these mad men, crazy post-apocalyptic, almost messed that word up, kind of did, but whatever, this post-apocalyptic mayhem happened in the desert was truly uh, entertaining. The only thing is the story isn't that fantastic. So if you're going in and you want, if you're expecting old school Mad Max or a lot of character development, you're not going to get it, but it is definitely worth seeing. Pretty crazy, pretty wild, definitely entertaining. So, and my final uh, bit of news here is after telling so many people to go to Toastmasters and getting great feedback from those people, like, wow, I can, I feel like my life is on a different path now that I've gone to Toastmasters and I'm starting to overcome this fear of public speaking. Well, I didn't want to be that guy who is like, oh, yeah, you should go to Toastmasters. Oh, you're part of Toastmasters? Uh, oh, well, not exactly. I've never been, but I hear it's really cool. I didn't want to be that guy. So I wanted to stay true. I wanted to stay authentic and speak from experience. So I went. I had the opportunity, and I checked it out. I got off early from work and went with one of my buddies, a, a guy who I'm coaching to do more in the fitness industry. And uh, you'll hear from him later. I'll, I'll introduce him later. I'll get him on the show eventually. But uh, he, you know, we went and yeah, it's cool. Here's what I like about it. You go in and this particular group was very hospitable. They were cool. They were nice is what I mean. Nice people. And if you're single, a single guy, you want to check this out because there's women and they want to talk to you because they're practicing speaking. I mean, how much easier could you get? So if you're a guy, a single guy, you need to be in Toastmasters and you may have to, there, there's could probably going to be a few different ones. Check out the ones that have the hottest chicks, okay? Or have the, the age appropriate girls or whatever you like, all right? But, but check around. It's a good place to meet women. Uh, there were some women at the ones last night. A girl got smeared some lipstick on my shirt when she gave me a hug goodbye. I don't know if it, it was on purpose or not, but anyway. <laughs> so 
it, it's a good place if you're single. It's also great if you're not if you're in a relationship, but you're looking to step up your social skills. You want to be more confident, more of a leader, a better communicator. Whenever you talk to people, whenever you give a speech, whenever you talk to women, whether chit chatting at the bar, it will help you do that. Here's what I didn't love about it. There were no rock stars in there. In fact, I was probably the craziest one who got up and spoke and the the most authentic one. And granted, I have a lot of experience. I do these podcasts all the time and I've had uh, opportunities where I've given seminars and I speak at events and I'll be speaking at several events this year. So not to discredit anybody, but also I, they, I had the vibe that it was a little too formal. It's a little of a stuffy atmosphere. So not to turn you off, and I'm sure each organization is different depending on the type of people, where you live, the type of people that go to it, etc. This was kind of a young, hip crew in a place called Wynwood in Miami. So it's not Miami Beach. It's about 15 minutes away. But they were kind of, it was a younger, hipper crew in, in an artsy part of town. And, you know, they were, even then, some of the people were a bit formal. Esteemed colleagues and ladies and gentlemen, you know, it's just saying stuff that it just sounds weird, right? It sounds like you're trying too hard and you're trying to be formal. And if that's who you speak to, if that's you and that's who you speak to, then fine. But me, I like to be real. So that was my only criticism of it. And I guess one more thing, it's not really a criticism, but they have 10 speeches to get Toastmaster certified. And those are specific topics that you that you put together like a five minute speech for, for each of those. And they help you with your ahs, your ums and all that, which is great. The table topics I, which I did, by the way. And if you go to Toastmasters, step up, ask to speak. Try to be called. Step up and make it happen. Do not sit in the back of the room and sit there all scared. I, I know what it's like to be scared in public speaking. I know. Step up, make it happen. It gets easier. And when you start to cross that barrier by taking action... Every time after that, it will empower you. It will make you more confident. That, In fact, that's how you get confidence. I've said that before. It's not about confidence. It's about having the courage to face that challenge. That's how, you, when you do it, that's when you get the confidence. So anyway, back to the table topics. This girl who was running the table topic section asked, she was like, well, she picked like random topics for everyone. And my topic was pets traveling on a plane. And what did I think about it? Personally, I didn't resonate with that. I didn't, I didn't connect with it. And I did not want to say anything regard, regarding that, right? So I switched it, which she said I could do or we could do. And I talked about my experience in jujitsu, how I, how I competed and how I've done it. And I was risking life and limb Maybe life is a bit strong, but definitely your limbs in jujitsu get attacked, my brother. But I, but public speaking for me was like the final frontier, and that's the thing. What else? Why I was there, and I and I told everybody how cool they were for facing that, and et cetera, et cetera. Went down. People want me to come back. Blah blah blah. I was like a little rock star, right? But I have a lot of practice. 
Uh, so the table topics can be weird. And I suggest if you, they put you in that type of thing, that you take the reins respectfully and do your own thing. Because I'm not going to talk about little foo-foo dogs on the airplane. It's just, I have, you know, I like dogs, whatever. I just don't have anything to say about it. Don't poop in the aisle. I don't know. Don't pee or poop in the aisle. That's all I could think of. And don't, don't yap. And let me play with them because I like dogs. I like to, you know, I'm going to see my dad's dog, uh, this coming weekend. So I'm excited about that because I don't have one. So anyway, there you go. That's the Toastmaster breakdown. Now, today's episode, I do have a uh, question that I'm going to answer and it's on creating abundance in our lives, creating that abundant mindset and how the person who asked me struggles with it, how we all struggle with it sometimes. And you know, if you're not, it would be a good question to ask someone like Richard Branson, like, do you ever struggle with having an abundant mindset? I wonder if he does or people at that level. But for the rest of us, I'm sure we all struggle with it at times. So anyway, before we go to that, we of course have the review of the week. And this one comes to us from Surfer Girl LM. Consistently delivers. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot, surfer girl. Ted consistently impresses me, whether it is his great inspirational guests or his Ask Ted episodes. He delivers great content in a very authentic way that really makes you want to take action and make positive changes in your life. Keep up the great work. I will definitely do that, surfer girl, and I appreciate your review. And I like that. Consistently delivers. Doesn't get better than that. So let's get to the question. On an episode, you made the statement that you come from a place of abundance. And I wholeheartedly believe in that. However, I struggle with getting myself into that mindset. Maybe it is just that simple to focus on it and believe it. But where I get hung up is that I know there are things that are not right in my life, things that I want to fix. So I think I somehow need to get those things fixed before I can get into the abundance mindset. I just think I need to get over it, but I would love to hear more about how you got yourself there. And it comes from Lisa. And Lisa, thank you so much for this question. And it's a great one. And before I get to my answer, on how to create that abundant mindset, how to stay with it. I want to come clean. I want to be upfront. Sometimes I struggle too. It's not like I'm here, like some muscular broed out Yoda, like, you know, all Zen and everything. Meditating with my, anyway, I, I was trying to paint a picture or something, but kind of, kind of escaped me. But my point is we all struggle with this. Like I said, you know, I wonder if Richard Branson and people at that level, Elon Musk's, Musk's and Larry Pages of Google and Jeff Bezos from Amazon. I wonder if those guys struggle with abundance. I'm not sure if Steve Jobs did or uh, Bill Gates, if he does. That would be a good question. But we all have things in our life that could get better. So you say... I have things in my life that I want to fix. So I think I somehow need to get those things fixed before I can get into the abundance mindset. Well, Lisa, if you think I 
<laughs> don't have things in my life that I need to fix. Wow. I've got so many things that I want to work on and so many things I want to get better at. And as far as mindset, let's talk about this. Guard, aggressively guard what comes into your mind, the messages that comes into your mind. And what I mean by that is not necessarily your thoughts. We'll get to that in a second. But what you read on Facebook, because we're all on Facebook, right? What you hear in the news, what TV shows you watch, that type of thing, because it all affects our view, our perspective, the way we look at our world. So you got to make sure you're getting the right information in your head. And I want you to be very strict about this. The information, the only information I want you to let get into your head is the information that is going to help you improve your life. Because what we don't need is a bunch of people who are pissed off over politics and arguing and fighting and hating on rich people and angry that food babe doesn't know science that well, but she's so popular about That's what we need less of. We need people who are getting information in their head that helps them live their life better. So they go make a difference. So they serve as an example. So that's number one. Make sure you're getting the right information in your head and protect the gates to your mind. The second is be careful who you hang out with. I love my dad, but Sometimes he gets so pissed off over politics, he watches Fox News all day. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a conservative. I, I can't stand all that stuff. I think the way to changing our world is what I just said. Each one of us stepping up and doing what we need to do in our lives and then for our communities and then et cetera, et cetera, right? So I be I'm careful about I don't want to spend too much time with him if he's in if he's in a good mood actually he argues less which is another point altogether so stay away from your friends who want to argue who want to hate especially if you're a woman you know talking that gossip Lisa you got to watch out for those girlfriends talking gossip and uh yeah so so that's another thing be careful who you hang out with now let's talk about some things that you can do so number 1 when you go around during your day, talk to people and make it a point to talk to people and try to leave try to leave that conversation with them feeling better. And you'll how do you know if that's happened? Let me give you a quick story. I was in Starbucks and some guy was getting irate because the Starbucks guy, the barista gave a homeless guy some free coffee and the homeless guy was kind of trying to swindle him, swindle him out of it. And he, he, he was full of shit, right? He said, Oh yeah, can let me get a refill on the coffee? And he probably picked up a coffee, uh, coffee cup out of the garbage or something. And so they did it. I mean, they're struggling baristas. They're, you know, making 12 bucks an hour or whatever. So <laughs> I want to say that's almost homeless, but it's, they're, they're students and they're struggling. They know what it's like to struggle. And it's in Miami Beach too. And there's a, there's a lot of very wealthy people around. There's a lot of luxurious things and conspicuous consumption. So anyway, this guy got mad at him and started mouthing off and saying some things. And 
et cetera, et cetera. And it put them in a bad mood is what I'm getting at. Then I get up there. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? What happened to this guy? He's, you know, he's on his period again. Period came late. I don't know. I said something like that. And then I started talking to him and asking him about movies. And he was like all pumped up on about the new Star Wars coming out later this year. And I am too, actually. It looks awesome. I am a Star Wars nerd and proud. So I left that conversation. The point is I left that conversation. The guy was in such a better mood. He thanked me. He realized like, wow, thanks, man. You really pumped me up. You know, you got me out of, you can change people's mood if you come in with the right energy. Now that doesn't cost you any money. It doesn't cost you even that much time because I was already at Starbucks. You can do that at the convenience store, at Starbucks, at, you can do that at uh, any place where you go. I do that with the valet guys. I do that with the security guys at the buildings that I go to. You can do that. So start giving. And when you give, you feel more abundant. So find ways to give things to people. That's, that's an example of your time. Personally, I don't feel like giving money to causes uh, makes me feel that great. Although I know it does good, I don't feel great from doing it, although I do do it, right? So find ways to give your time, give your emotional energy to people. And I'm not talking about to vampires and people who don't want it and just suck you dry and make you and leave you feeling terrible afterward. But find ways to give to people. That will make you feel more abundant. Another pro tip and has to do with something I already talked about is get audiobooks and listen to podcasts in your car. Listen to things that pump you up. Right now I'm listening to Unlabel by Mark Echo. It's a book that came out a few years ago and it's a super hilarious up and down roller coaster ride on how Mark Echo started spray painting t-shirts in his mom's basement and developed a billion dollar brand out of it. So <laughs> that's hearing his story is cracking me up and educating me. And he, he keeps it real. And I love that he, he's it's the subtitle of the book is how to sell yourself without selling out. And I love that because we all have to sell ourselves, but we don't want to sell out either. So anyway, yeah, if you ever see me in a, in a, in a three walking around in a suit all the time, you know, I've uh, sold out. Not to say that you can't walk around in a suit if that's your thing. I'm just saying it's not my thing. I like jeans and a t-shirt and a pair of Chucks. That's what I like. Chucks from John Varvatos. In case you were wondering. So those are the things that can create abundance. And it's something that we have to constantly do. Especially during the tough times. Like this summer, it's going to be tighter financially for me. And I don't feel as abundant. In fact, I feel a little stressed. It's like, oh man, I want to go to this event, but I got to pay bills and people are going away. So I don't feel as abundant. I feel a little scarce. That's what it feels like. Oh man, I'm not going to have enough money. Scarcity. So so you want to you wanna make sure that you do those other things that make you feel abundant. Doing this right now, helping you putting this podcast together, answering this question makes me feel abundant. And that's one of the reasons why I do it. That's one of the reasons why I'm passionate about doing it. I love that I get feedback 
from people saying, hey, man, this changed my life or you, Lisa, giving your your review and, and giving me these questions. That's why I do it. So find ways to give to people and you'll find yourself all hyped up as a result. And, uh, you know, in going to Toastmasters, I know that I said that at the beginning is kind of unrelated, but find experiences that change your state, change your state to a positive one. And when you do that and you do those experiences, you're going to feel more abundant because I think that's what the abundance thing comes down to, like being happy, being content. And in, in spite of all those things, I don't like the word fix. You used fix. I don't want to fix things in my life. I want to improve things in my life. And improvement, and this will be my last point, then I'll wrap it up. I know I'm I'm rambling. So it, it's a it's a journey. It's not a destination. That's why I don't like the word fixed. Oh, well, now it's fixed. Now my body is fixed. My body is not fixed. It's in constant flux. It's a, it's a process. It's a journey. So here's the thing. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give you a bonus. I'm going to give you a bonus right here. So, uh, So the last thing, so before I get to the last thing, so it's a process. If you are making progress, be happy about that. Show gratitude for it and recognize your achievements. And a way of doing that, and this is my last tip, my last pro tip here, and this is something that I'm going to experiment with. I was recommended to get the five-minute journal. You can find that on Amazon and It says, the five-minute journal, the simplest, most effective thing you can do every day to be happier. And what it is, is a a journal, but it's not just an open journal where you're like, dear diary, today I noticed that, sorry, I I don't know where I was going with that, but I'll give you an example. Weekly, okay, here it starts with a quote, if I have seen farther than others, it is because I've stood on the shoulders of giants. Isaac Newton, that's a great one. And you have to list three things you're grateful for. What would make your day great? Write down three things. Daily affirmations, I am. Three amazing things that happened today. You got to write that down. How could I have made this, made today better? And it goes on like that. It's a little bit different each time. But, but it's pretty much, it repeats that. And that's going to be my experiment. And, and if you're like, man, that's, that's lame, man. Who writes down, what are you, a, a wuss bag? Listen, I'll try anything to improve my state, to improve my productivity, to, to get me where I want. And if there's one, <laughs> if there's one trait, character trait, that I can point to as like my secret to success, it that would be at the top of the list. Maybe persistence too, but I'll try anything. And if it works, I don't care how wuss it sounds. I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't care what anybody says. If I get results doing it, then that's what I'm about. And uh, I'll be laughing all the way to... Uh, the bank and then to Thailand and then, you know, over to anyway, Uh, what I'm getting at is give things a try. Don't, if it sounds stupid, because I used to be that way. Now I'm a lot more open-minded. So 
give the five minute journal a try. And if you want to wait for me, I'll give you a report on it. But Lisa, that's something you could get right now on Amazon. Just type in the five minute journal. Just make sure you don't buy the ones that are for, like for $700 because someone, I don't know, they, it's, it's so weird, right? You'll see something on Amazon. I think this was like 20 bucks or 30 bucks. And you'll see it being sold somewhere else. And it's like for $700 or $400. And it's like, wow, do people actually buy that? That's weird. I don't think they do, but maybe there's someone out there that's overpaying like 10, over 10 times or 20 times. <laughs> anyway, so give that a try. A little bit longer than usual, but I wanted to get all that out there. And it was such an important question and the Toastmasters thing. I hope you found this super valuable. Crush the rest of the week. Try this stuff out. Create abundance in your life. Live it. Love it. Boom. I'm out. You've reached the end of another episode of The Man Project. Connect with us at manprojectpodcast.com. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free tools. See you next episode.